Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. With your hosts, Mr. Snippets. I don't have a problem with him, but I don't think he's that and a bag of chips. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. Tyler Makes Films. That was like our favorite movie for some reason. I mean, it was really good. I enjoyed that movie. All the movie things. I think the thing I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. The pre-review with Blind Biggie. Hey, this is Blind Biggie. Welcome to the pre-review. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I'm the real study movie voice guy. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening, and I am uh, Mr. Snippets, and this is The Real Study Season 2, Episode 15. I'm here with all the movie things and cell phone, wallet, and keys. Uh, there is no Black Girl Marvel. As we've said, she's on her hiatus doing a play this month, and she's having a blast doing that. So, again, congratulations to her and all her success there. Uh, and then no Tyler tonight, but that's okay. We have plenty on our plate, if you will. I'm going to try to take up the slack where he might normally <laughs> jump in um with three films about chefs puns. right we're gonna do lots of food puns chefs <laughs> restaurants and food in in general um and pretty much gourmet and food and quite a bit of john leguizamo that's right just two but but still he he had a, amazing if he was in burnt somehow right but. that would have been great um so yeah chef burnt and the menu um all small titles as well i always find that interesting how the titles fluctuate. Uh, that said, uh, we're going to move over to the main screen and say hello. How is everyone this week? Good. Doing good. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Right. But a good busy. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I've just been working and uh, being here doing, doing movie stuff this weekend. At least I watched most of these movies last night and today. So uh, mm. just trying to keep them fresh in my head. Uh, yeah. That said, um, we want to, of course, do what normally Black Girl Marvel would do, which is tell you, please follow us on social media across the board. As you can see, uh, everything listed right there uh, is a great place to start. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, there's a Discord, and then we have, of course, a podcast, so you can follow us all over the place uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, etc. Um, and as always, uh, you can jump into the Discord and talk to us and ask direct questions and request movies, because we do... Love a good request, and we have a nice big pile, and we like having an assortment of movies to pick from. Uh, so if you put one in there, we might pick your movie and throw it on the show. That said, we're going to talk about several movies tonight, and I'm going to pull up the first one right now because I have a little handy thing that uh, one of our longtime real students, Ray, has requested that we actually put the film up when we're talking about it so that you can just pop in and see what we're talking about. There you go. So mm -hmm. there is now a chef poster. Uh, let's hope it doesn't get us ripped down for some stupid copyright thing. We'll see. And then maybe I'll fluctuate it next week if that's what happens. So anyway, uh, let's let's go right into Chef. Um, I assume you guys may have seen this movie once before uh, this viewing uh, because this is a fa fairly well-known film, although kind of slept on early, early on in the first couple of years. Uh, why don't we go with all the movie things? What did you think of Chef? Um, I love this movie. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Actually, like the first time I saw it was not too long ago, actually. Um, prior to this, of course, but it was like maybe a month or two ago I just saw it. 
Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was like super recent. And I don't know why. It was just one of those movies I kept putting off. Always heard good things about it, you know, and it's kind of this like random movie that John Favreau decided to do, <laughs> you know, to get out of his system, I guess. But, and then he did like a whole like, uh, kind of like a, not, not really a reality series, but like a, a, you know, a documentary based show mm-hmm. with that, with like, I guess one of the chefs that he like consulted with yep. for the movie yep. is on that show. Um, yeah, I, I just love everything about this. Um, it's like heartwarming. It's funny. Um, it's like this. It's almost like a, like a redemptive arc, but then there's also like this road trip element thrown in. It's got all these different cool, great things in it about it. So, um, and it just makes you so hungry. I mean, like, <laughs> every one of these movies, I was just like, man, just some great like food B-roll in, in all these movies. So <laughs> for sure. I agree. I agree. I actually brought some screenshots tonight to throw up because to throw up, that's terrible. I shouldn't say that Uh, to put up on the screen uh, for us to talk about, because that is a huge part of these films, Uh, the the cinematography of food, if you will. Um, Great stuff. How about you, Mickey? What did you think of a chef? Uh, So actually, this was my first time watching it. I had I had known about it. And again, one of those things, like Brian said, just kind of. I'll watch it eventually and never did. Yeah. I was very thankful that we got to watch it for this because I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was good to see kind of John Favreau get back to like, I mean, I yeah. won't say it's an indie film, but you know what I'm saying? More low mm-hmm. budget. Closer to like his, yeah, his roots. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, out of all the movies, this one had the food that looked the best to me. So Ooh. that was really <laughs> nice. It was very appealing. <laughs> um, yeah. I I love the the father son dynamic. I'm a sucker for a father son mm-hmm. story, so that really was very special to me. Um, surprised to see a few people in it. I, I had no idea that Scarlett Johansson was in it mm-hmm. or Sofia Vergara. Yeah, RDJ in there. Yeah, he popped up, and I was like, <laughs> oh, he's just Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he really was, but like uh, 2008 yeah. Stark. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, really enjoyed the story from like beginning to end. I, it totally felt very relatable, like trying to find time with your kids, you know, and you're also chasing your dream. And I, I was vibing with the whole thing. And yeah, I, 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 it was, I was very pleasantly surprised by the film. Very happy to watch it. All right. Yeah. Oh, I agree. This is my third viewing. I, I, I didn't watch mm-hmm. it right away. I was one of those naysayers. It was like, well, I know I'll get to it, but. You know, well, it couldn't be that great. And then it turns out to be just stellar, just a, a really well put together film with great highs and lows, but nothing too preachy and nothing too, too serious. Kind of a little bit of the nice blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Favre is brilliant kind of everywhere you put him near a camera. You put him behind the camera. He's brilliant. Put him in front of the camera. He's mm-hmm. brilliant. He's com- comedically funny. He can play serious. Uh, and that's that's a rare blend and you wouldn't expect it from just this kind of average looking dude there's this guy right he's just he's just a, a yeah. dude and always has been he's never been like the brad pitt you know no offense john you know but i think he knows that he plays into that right so it's nice to see him stretch his legs like he did with swingers and other things back in the day and actually play in a film where he could just be a dude instead of 
having to play, you know, secondhand to a superhero or whatever. Um, yeah. So I agree with you there. Uh, anybody relate to him wanting to go off on the critic? Because we are critics, and that's kind of what we do yeah. on this show. And so uh, that scene to me, of course, that's what uh, Tyler had used for the promo. And it's it's <laughs> it's a crux. You know, it's a huge part of the movie. Without it, you know, the truck never happens. Yeah. But I always feel weird in those moments because I felt like him and want to do that but you know it's social suicide to try yeah. and i you know i find that interesting because that's still true no matter what you do no matter how much internet there is or isn't it's still social suicide to to clap back at the critic if you will i thought it was kind of um interesting how twitter was used in the the movie uh as it, it, i, like I know it probably wasn't it. yeah I, pro- I know it wasn't like brand new at the time but people <clears throat> yeah uh of that age we're just getting used to it then i think i was probably just getting used to it then i was late to that party too but um yeah definitely not knowing how to navigate the world and how that can be very bad for you like you say the wrong thing or you don't you don't know exactly who you're talking to you're talking to everybody you're talking to one person <laughs> so easy to make those mistakes yeah, that whole, and yeah. That whole rant, you know, where he's exploding on the guy, you know, usually you would probably just see that in a text on a tweet, not like in person, in face, although now it would probably probably be a TikTok, right? Where right. it's like a drama back and forth. So that, that was really cool. The whole social media part of it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, it, Dustin Hoffman, just why not? I don't know. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, this this is another another, you know, actor you see in this that's like that, like just pops up, you know. And I mean, like Robert Downey Jr. is just in there. But they're filling out <laughs> the know? world, right? They're they're yeah, definitely rounding out those edges. Well, they're like, but they're like huge. Right. Know? He definitely I mean, called in some uh, so. favors for this film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Dawson, Dustin Hoffman, even with that small part, was like really good. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you out. wanted to smack him so mm-hmm. much. By like, the, you, you by hated the end of the him. movie, like, he was still in my mind, like, man, Dustin Hoffman, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he w- got where he was because he wasn't at least going to show that even in the smallest little role. Right. But to, mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be harder in a way, though, because you've got to pack more of your ability to fill out that character in a much shorter time. So I assume for an actor, that's got to be a tricky. Thing on some level i mean it, sure if you're good but at the same time he had to commit to being a restaurant owner for what 15 lines 20 lines like yeah it wasn't that many uh yeah i don't know it just shows the brilliance i think um of course mm-hmm. um the kid uh i think did a great job keeping up with, yeah. with john leguizamo and uh mm-hmm. and john if you will the two johns what am i thinking two johns john with an h one john without um it is i don't know it's such a fun simple story but it's it's like timeless but also full of that twitter monetization but now you know it's a weird that it is kind of old hat i was thinking when you said the tiktok thing the key that it would be both sides that would record it and try to spin it these days uh because everybody has social media you know he wouldn't have gone in blind you know his son taught him obviously Mm -hmm. uh casper would be pretty good at social media by now i would hope or at least <laughs> yeah. doing better yeah. with it. So, yeah. Um, what on the menu from the truck would you guys absolutely want to eat? All, all of Cuban, it. 
If you can only have one thing, he's like, you get one item for free. You know, here it is. Cuban, a Cuban is like my favorite sandwich anyway. So when he was talking about making Cubans, I was like, I'm in, man. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I did love, like, when he was in Texas and they were in Austin. Oh, man. That off time right? midnight. Oof. That, the midnight. Yeah. Yep. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one. Oh, yeah. No, just every time they had a slice of meat or a big half, you know, half yeah, chunk of meat, and they were just cutting little pieces off. And I was like, can I just. Can I come sit yeah. down for a minute? I, you I could, could, like, yeah, like you could smell it. You could, I yeah. Could yeah, yeah. It was could, so good. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. And that gentleman, actually, when they went to Austin, he's like, I don't remember his name, but he's like a legit known for Austin. Oh, barbecue. The, 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 the barbecue guys? Yeah. yeah. I've right. seen them on the Food Network a few times. They're yeah, like, yeah. He's, they're up there, man. They're yeah. well known. Yeah. 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 So, World famous. Yeah. So the Cuban is such a simple sandwich, but it's it's still. Okay. The you know you you'd think the pickles would I don't know for me I think the pickles would be a problem but they they yeah don't, it's crazy and like all know. that mustard yeah and the pickles and then like <laughs> yeah it just but I mean man like and like when they cut through it like the crunch yeah through oh, the yeah. bread and everything oh <laughs> man I'll tell you like yeah like I mean there's a thing you know a food artist is a thing and it's so it's so can sell you know. You know, a, a menu item or or food or like anything, and I think like the sound design really helped with that. And oh yeah, was, yeah, it was so man, just well, like yeah, really great. I thought Burnt had some really great food cinematography as well. Agreed. Yeah. I was like really hungry with that one too. I, I totally but, agree. The chef that did consult with uh, Favreau in this film did have mm-hmm. stipulations. He was like, "You need to get good with your knife skills." And you need yeah. to act like a chef would act in the kitchen. So the way we fold our towels, the way we interact mm-hmm. with our with our crews, etc. Yeah. Um, so I like that. And then, of course, like you mentioned, um, that show is called the Chef. Yeah. Show. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, I was watching it a part part of it today just to kind of delve into it. Yeah, actually, funny, like I started watching that before I actually watched the movie. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. But I mean, you yeah, still they, you could see why he got excited about making yeah. the movie and how he got the right chef in there with because they they Yeah. What what he said uh was that Favreau just kind of melted into the kitchen with them perfectly. Like he was like yeah. one of the guys almost immediately. You know, he was oh, like there's that, there's that cool little behind the scenes thing at the in the credits that they show. Oh yeah. Where yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like showing him how to make the cool cheese. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he's so much care and like yeah so many specifics to making a grilled cheese i know yeah it's like just just a grilled cheese but damn it looks so good though but yeah yeah. any grilled cheese i've ever made that grilled cheese man it 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 is so so beautiful and so how many slices of cheese oh my did he put on on that i think it was like six or some ridiculous number. And they're all and it's different cheeses too. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, here I'm gonna put the yeah. cheese up, the the grilled cheese up, and it's it's so beautiful. Like, yeah, you you can. I grilled cheese is probably one of my favorite sandwiches love, anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like cheese. kind of like yeah. a rule. Oh man, um, look at that thing. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a beautiful sandwich, and it, it it's one of my specialties because I've always, I've always had the like mastering of the timing, which is so important with a grilled cheese. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I'm a butter on the bread, put it in kind of person. I don't know how you guys do it, but I feel like that's the only right way to grill yeah. cheese. I've actually um, used like a type of mayo before too. 
Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My my yeah, wife that, does the mayo. Yeah, adds a little like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it that gives a little difference, a little bit because it's egg instead yeah. of butter, so right. it is a, a tad different. Um, yeah. Um, there was one shot that really stood out to me. I, like I watched it the, another the second time, like just before the show, and there's a shot because we were talking about how much he got into it. Mm -hmm. There's literally like there's a couple of them, but in the opening, there's a tilt from Fabro's face. And we tilt down to his hands and he's like going to town chopping. And I was like, whoa, like that's, that's <laughs> yeah. really him like doing that. I was like, damn. Yeah. So he did. He, he took got, it on. He got good. Yeah. Not everybody then, will. There's another one where they tilt up from his hands to his face. again. So it's like, I love it when they do that with piano in movies as well. When you like, yeah. oh mm -hmm. shit, they play the piano. Uh, so I do yeah. appreciate it either when they really do mm -hmm. or when they do the work, um, which is yeah. great. Um, so the meal that he made, what I call the revenge meal, uh, where he was so pissed uh, about uh, getting fired that he goes home and mm -hmm. makes the meal. Um, that's some of the yeah. stuff they make on the chef show. And there's that like that berry thing. But I, I loved watching mm -hmm. him make that because he went home and made whatever the hell he wanted. And I feel like that was almost <laughs> yeah. the inspiration to do the truck. It's like he had to get it out of his system. Right. That was, the, you, know, you know, because he's like, yeah, because that probably and was a lot of what he wanted to serve that night. And yeah, uh, which is just, yeah. Pretty, yeah pretty oh man yeah i want that right now <laughs> the steak though that. is making me Jesus. die over here it's oh, looking yeah, so yeah. good so it's amazing yeah no it's pretty great and, and it's uh, kind of it's it's crazy too because it's like another thing that like i'm was really attracted to about this was because like the food truck and like city you know like and portland's kind of known we're like a, this is like a food truck city it is i mean there's a whole section of like, towns where they like do stuff all over the place right. now, and then though, now like, they're everywhere like, too yeah totally. yeah there's like huge pods of just food trucks and there's like there's even there was even like well-known restaurants in town that like either didn't survive the pandemic or they had to close down but they went into a food truck instead and they're still like mm -hmm. hanging on you know right. i mean um so it's amazing like it's just incredible how much food and you kind of see it like culturally i mean around like the cuban kind of sandwich and um just food in general is such a cultural thing and such a social thing and like for him like it really you know he mentions it too how much it's like he he does what he loves and it like he he's able to like give that to people you know and yeah. it brings them you know something you know better in their lives and that's how he looks at it you know what i mean it's not just he's not just feeding people it's he's doing something passionate and and that's the thing about food too like we see like these pictures of him like oh my god it looks so good but then there's this other aspect of it you know and um yeah i think i've really become especially living in portland because it's become such a like a food town which like i was born and raised here it was not like that when i was a kid <laughs> there was no <laughs> i mean it was pretty basic but like it just like exploded somehow you know and, and like I'm going to do a, a weird plug for really a, a food truck up there, but I want to know if you know if it's yeah. still around. It's the giant egg. Is that thing still around up there? The giant egg. Or the so big egg? Is, Maybe the big egg is what it's called. There's this one that used to be a food truck, and now they have actual restaurants called Fried Egg I'm in Love. Oh, okay. There's That's a that great one. name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of those. So it started as a food truck, and then they now they have like actual restaurants. Much like truck. El Jefe. You right. know, he... Yeah. He turned it into a restaurant, yeah, exactly. which was great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, and I, spoiler, 
Sorry, you know. <laughs> yeah. But if you've watched, I, I hate to be like this, but if you've watched, you know, any amount of some Harm, Hallmark movies or just, you know, stories about life, uh, the, the basic plots there, you, if you can't see the end of this movie coming, I don't know what you're watching it for. Right. I'm watching it yeah. for the fun yeah. and the, uh, the food, right? So yeah. I almost want to yeah. cook food while watching this movie uh, and try to yeah. keep up, you know, but they, they cut way too fast. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I thought about that too. I was like, man, I would love to like try to make a Cuban. Right. Um, and like full disclosure, I've actually never had a Cuban sandwich, but like they they look amazing. I mean, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, well, the pasta get one in my mouth. So the right the she, the chef show has an episode called the chef show chef recipes, meaning from the movie, and they go over mm -hmm. the berries and the Cuban, not the Cuban, sorry, the berries, the um pasta that scarlett johansson has that apparently oh, she yeah, she yeah, actually yeah, still talks too. about because oh really <laughs> she she loved it so much on the oh, set man. um so yeah that's that's one and i even mm -hmm. got a picture of that one it's hilarious so yeah the, the pasta yeah, with a great. twist um they even had a yeah. chef on the show a youtube chef that came on who was so obsessed with the movie that he got the tattoo of the fork that he uses to stack that uh, oh. pasta and so favre gave him the <laughs> fork he was like, here's oh, the fork, cool. dude. So I thought that was kind of oh, cool. Damn. There's not a lot of behind the scenes stuff I could find for this movie. So I thought the show was almost like a nice little bit of behind the scenes. So um, anyway, that does look really good other than the hand yes. being in there. <laughs> not, not a fan of the hand. But yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, that one's like six, six, or six uh, items for the recipe. And it seems pretty easy. Um, <laughs> just get your razor blade and start cutting the garlic, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um that's my thing too like i'm so impatient when it comes like normally i'm a pretty patient person but for some reason when it's like food i'm like i just want to eat i don't want <laughs> are you a cook on high kind of guy do you like turn it up and just like i'll just do it faster it'll it'll happen yeah, faster like i cook i yeah i keep it i keep it pretty high but um but yeah but then there's like certain things that i like like i like not to toot my own horn but i make a pretty good burger like a, a decent like pan cooked burger you know and like and growing up like my mom like we were poor pretty poor and like we would have like you know just a, like a terrible beef patty kind of burger my mom would like burn the shit out of it and, <laughs> you know she'd cook it all the way and like me like i've i've learned to like do all these different things and trying to like add my own thing but i'm terrible at like making my own like recipes for things um i can't do that like he talks about that in the movie too like finding the ingredients and creating something from the ingredients that you can find. And I'm like, no, nah, I need it. I need to see it. Um, <laughs> I can't figure this out. Yeah. So I got, I got to cook on a like instinct level, but like, oh, I don't nice. really like, I don't dive too deep into it. Like where I'd be great at yeah, it, but I, I, you know, I'll like, I'll smell stuff and taste stuff and be like, this would be pretty good together. And I'll just kind of wing it a lot nice. of times. Sometimes, you got to hit sometimes you got to yes yeah. <laughs> see i just watch videos and look at recipes and then follow along <laughs> yeah uh, and i tend to do all right i don't stray I've, i used to stray but it was never in a good way it was like oh i'm mm -hmm. 20 what goes with what you know and being wrong the yeah. whole time oh yeah because uh, it's all you have you know when you're 20 and poor but um john leguizamo in this movie is so spot on and so, yeah, he's so perfect and his like mm -hmm. delivery is always just like almost like a half beat off in a very precise and great way where his oh, yeah. dialogue is coming in almost on top of other people's but in that very believable like mm -hmm. you know sidekick witty 
way. I actually like prefer that too when they do that. Like, because no one, no one talks like that. Like in an actual, we're not sitting here waiting. I mean, yeah. I mean, you should kind of like wait, but like, there's still like interjections here and there, and you're kind of talking on on over each other a little bit. You you near the end of, you know, everyone's sentences. But mm-hmm. so I actually like really appreciate that kind of timing. You know, where we can hear other other people, and it can be like anxiety inducing. Like in uh. I think on Cut Gems they do that really well. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I was just like, oh my god! Like that's <laughs> I can hear so much and so little though. It's like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah. But in, so in it's like, to your point, in here when we're talking, sometimes yeah. the, it's the conversation rolls to a point where we're all agreeing and it's a ruckus. And there's yeah, something yeah, about exactly. that ruckus that's like <laughs> <Yeah>. social <laughs> and fun. And mm-hmm. there's some people that can't do active conversation in some ways because they feel like if they just don't get, give me my time. Now, yeah. now I'm oh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. weird to me. I don't, I don't work that way as well. Obviously we've been doing it this way for a long time and not everybody mm. rolls like this. Live no, totally. is tricky. Uh, people don't realize mm. how tricky it actually is. Uh, <laughs> you have to have the energy right away and you have to keep it up and you have to find things that are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's why it was never like a two person panel. The more people you have, the quicker the brains will roll things out to talk about there's the yeah. secret there's the secret that's why most yeah. panels even in the news have five people because yeah. they it's easier than people yeah. think yeah. <laughs> anyway that aside that kind of aside it there but um <laughs> i would love a food truck and i've always kind of wanted one but at the same time if you do <laughs> one now you're like oh you're kind of a poser if you have a food truck because everybody's done it and you you know it's still restaurant work so it's still going to be hard to make money at it yeah. unless you have like the perfect thing to sell um his story is not the typical story uh for food trucks well i think i think it's like a good example of what to do it's like he found this niche you know and that's the way it is here in portland like Mm -hmm. uh, i mean yeah you do have your multiple like there's multiple like thai trucks and um vietnamese trucks and stuff like that those are like kind of staples but um but man there's like that like that fried egg i'm in love man they like found a niche and it took off it's like they're they're like oh my god they're so good like if you ever get to Portland, <laughs> we're up for sponsorships like for friday and i'm in love Man, you know they're so good <laughs> but um but yeah you just got to find that that niche that hits you know and it can take off so i've always thought yeah. like great great restaurants usually have a simple menu like they stick to something yeah. they do oh, well yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that's what makes food trucks so successful is they usually have a very small menu and it's very Mm -hmm. niche very direct right and a lot of times you'll go into like you know a restaurant and there'll just be like several different kinds of cuisine on the menu and you're like i don't know what i want they give their like they give a piece to everything instead of their all to one thing so i think that's really a like a a plus for a food truck or or really small like you know hole in the wall restaurant we do the best cheeseburgers. We're just going to exactly. sell cheeseburgers. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> like I think of like, like those like chains are really bad at it. like Red Robin. It's yeah. just like everything. And it's just <laughs> none of it's like that great. You know what I mean? So like Applebee's, Applebee's is, the same. is a good way. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. it's a steak cooked exactly like in the picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Isn't there a rule yeah. like if the if the restaurant has pictures of the food you should probably go somewhere else i heard um, there's a rule I about heard that. that but that, that makes sense though <laughs> doesn't yeah. it seem to follow yeah. like look right. it's a burger yeah you don't have to show me just tell say burger i know what, it, what a burger is yeah i think that goes with you know the putting your love into the food right so yeah 
if there's something you love, like uh, I, I love BLTs, and I was like, I would just have a restaurant that sells BLTs, <laughs> like, and if I made yeah. the best damn BLT and put my soul into it, it would probably yeah. be a whole lot better than BLT a la carte off of a cheesecake mm-hmm. factory. Yeah. Now, would you make the bread and slaughter the bake for the bacon, or would you just buy the best ingredients for those? So, I, I mean, if you're gonna go just BLT this. only, like you gotta. I don't think I've, go there. Yeah, I don't think everybody. Any, I don't think I've told anyone here this, but my day job is a butcher. So, like, I oh mean, wow, I could oh do, damn, that's dope. Do the the pig thing, I, but I, I would probably just buy a pork belly and slice it up and there you, you go. know Ooh. smoke it or salt it yeah, or something. Not, oh my god, <laughs> stop it. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm actually like, mm, <laughs> this is hurting me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to make BLTs, freeze dry them somehow, and then <laughs> ship them. Because we're pretty Ooh. far away. A BLT is not going to last. Yeah. You, could you like <laughs> hello fresh it somehow or like vacuum seal it or something? Something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think we want to pay for a refrigerated truck to get it out here. With, with the ingredients separate, you just put it on. The yeah. Table. I mean, well, that's all we need, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. I love how we went. We've totally shifted into yeah. uh, food. It's like, hard not to. Happens when you talk about food. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. here, I give you a great segue to get us food. back in. So you know, if it gets too humid, you know, we could always, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. Sorry, never, I saw never, that on the I, shelf when I was coming in here. I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've never done that. Neither but, have I. Neither have I. I mean, and and it gets pretty humid in the Gulf on a ship. Oh yeah. I never did that. So. Um. I want to say too, like going back to uh, John Leguizamo, like he, um, like he just, like he said, like he just felt natural in this, like he just fit so well. Um, like there's the the moment where he's on the John Favreau's on the phone with Sofia Vergara. And that was the greatest, like <laughs> doing an impression of her, <laughs> just killing it. It's so good. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I kind of feel like they probably know each other really well. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. (laughs) So they're both Colombian. I found that out, and I did not know that. Um, So that's cool. Um, I don't know. I I relate so much to the the Favre character, to the Casper character, uh, just Mm. because he is a dad, and he's older and not successful in that way that he thought he would be, and... I can relate to all of that, you know, and it's an easy movie to fall right into if you if you relate to that person. And then, like I was saying, I, I, I didn't really get to talk about it much, but the whole idea of going off on somebody because you genuinely feel they deserve it, especially with public humiliation. I know that's a taboo thing and it, you're told not to do it, but who hasn't felt like doing exactly that? Uh, but then you do kind of feel bad because he starts screaming, I'm not losing control. I'm you're not stressing me out. You're not getting to me. You're not yeah. getting to me. You're not getting to me. Um, it's molten. Um, I don't know. So, you you know, not to do it. But at the same time, I mean, who hasn't always wanted to do that? Yeah, right. To someone, you know, in their life one way or yeah. another. So, Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it would be. I've, I've like never been in that kind of position where I've had. I mean, I have, but I haven't. Like, I've been pretty lucky, knock on wood, in that regard. Like, I've had a few things public. You know, like, like in film school, you, uh, you, everything builds up to your thesis film, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, and here, like, where I, where I went in Portland is, like, they screen everything at this um, local theater called the Hollywood Theater. It's been around forever. It's, like, known in Portland. And it may even be known outside of portland too but um they 
it's a great theater and like it's just a crazy experience that your short film gets to be screened at an actual theater and i wanted to like vomit i never felt so sick in my life <laughs> i mean and um so yeah i can't imagine like yeah you put like i i did put my heart and soul into that so it's like i definitely feel what favreau's character is feeling because it's like you put everything into it you know and it's something you've worked your whole life for too and just like and like his whole team you know he has all these people working with him too that believe in him and there's all that kind of element mm -hmm. so yeah it's like yeah how do you hold that in you know and it's like you don't know shit about what goes on into making this you know what i mean and you just get to like the end result you know what i mean and that's why it's too like knowing like when it comes to like critiquing films i it's hard for me to like really tear apart a movie like i have to say like that's why too i tell people if i think it's bad it's pretty fucking bad like <laughs> it's really pretty bad but i can I'll find I, i've been something. reviewing with you for a long time at this point i can yeah. say i agree with that <laughs> yeah so i mean but because I'll always find something because I because I'm I'm seeing what's going on behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, man, these guys did such a good job of like, or or like, oh man, that was you know that had to be hard as hell to to put together to achieve. So it's like, yeah, I definitely feel, you know, I think we all kind of did to some degree what <laughs> when he's just exploding <laughs> at him, just like, mm, man, absolutely, yeah. Do you get judged as a butcher uh, for your butchery, if you will? Not really, not too much, you know, like, yeah. Is it more mechanical I mean, yeah, in that sense? Can... Like it's, it's just, there's right and well, wrong or. I, I don't think so because a lot of people kind of have different approaches to it. And like mm. a lot of people also have different like preferences on things, like how much fat you trim off and True. all that oh, stuff yeah, yeah, and where their cuts come from. But it, not really. I, I I approach it kind of like art, you know. I I have a certain way I like to make things look, and I mean, oh yeah, of course. Well, the way that I meat don't... looks when you go to buy it will matter how much. Like I will pass on a piece of meat that doesn't look that good. So I'm oh you yeah, know, that's right. that's the, oh yeah, that's the first world version of me, obviously saying that. But you know, <laughs> yeah. it, I, if it's the wrong color, if it's too thick, if it's you know those, so that there's that element so it's subjective to your customer uh or to yeah, there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it angles and oxygen and light and that matter a lot to the like you yeah. say the color yeah. and the consistency and stuff like that and I, this is relevant because these chefs in all of these films obviously take all of this into account um yeah. that's one of the things especially with this film chef where they are cooking that meat. I mean, the way that John Leguizamo's character is rubbing that meat to the beat of the boot, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. really getting into it. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, dude, he's literally love putting love into that, that yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And when they taste the, it, the they taste, they taste that, you know, yeah, yeah. the time it takes to master what he's cooking that, that I think it's like a pork shoulder. I'm not sure. I think exactly. it's a pork shoulder yeah. is what it looked like. Yeah. To me. I mean, I know guys, you know, here that, cook really well that have been doing that all their life and like it took them so long to master how to cook something that yeah. well that long and mm -hmm. get it right every time like consistency right yeah because it's not just the equipment it's also you know the, i'm assuming if you're yeah, cooking on a truck exactly it's right. the knowledge it's the experience it's right. like chemistry Instinct. right yeah. but even like on a truck chemistry. in miami but he was just in la cooking in a kitchen 
the temperature yeah. difference, the humidity difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that totally. would have to be taken I mean, into just account. a different environment. Right. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's actually wow. a, uh, like, what, what Nikki was talking about was reminding me of this reality show that was all about barbecue. And I was, I was fascinated by this. And this thing hooked me and I could not stop watching it. It was not, not only because like it's amazing food and I was hungry the whole time, but just like what these people had to know about different, different meats and different cuts of meat and how those are going to like respond to heat and different, you know, seasoning and like, Oh my God, it was fascinating. Just yeah. Watching them go to work. So we're just going to become the real study food <laughs> yeah we're gonna do a whole other podcast okay, yeah, just, we have another food, just food. Yeah, food the market. real food right you know um, um i don't know if there's enough food movies but we could just like veer well, off like you know there's got to be quite, quite a few, few but some of them are going to yeah. be horror movies and do we really want to go there uh, or maybe get those out of the way you know the soylent green uh the the, the cook his wife the thief yeah. and her daughter whatever her lover yeah. like that oh, to yeah. get some disturbing food movies out there yeah. um that's a yeah that's a weird movie if you want a weird food movie um <laughs> that said uh anything else about chef specifically that we want to cover because um i just to say that the young man was who played his son is really great he did an excellent job see percy mj mj yeah. anthony is his name yeah i think one last one last thing for me um brian brought it up earlier about uh how much care like John Favreau put into everything. And that really showed when his son burnt the bread and he was, yeah. Uh, was and John Favreau's like, I need to talk to you outside. Like you got this. <laughs> and he went out there and he just told you, he's like, you know, I mean, I, we're not just cooking food for these people. And like, and, mm-hmm. and it, it was a thing about like, you know, putting your pride into it, your heart into it. Like don't, don't serve people crap yeah. just to get an easy buck or something like yeah. that. That was that was a that was one of the parts of the movie that really stood out to me, and like mm-hmm. I was like, man, I I totally get that. <laughs> yeah, because like that that represents him in a way, and all of his experience and everything yeah. that came before. It's like you want that to represent you when you're like right, presenting right. yourself to right. these people. Basically, it's like no one wants that. So yeah, right. no, yeah, that was a really, that was a great great scene, and like and it's funny too because like the um, Percy was like responding to him. Cause like he never really said yes, chef the whole time until that conversation. Yeah. Yes, chef. Yeah. It's like, Oh, there's <laughs> this level of respect now. But I like how, since kitchen. he got that respect, they also yeah. started bringing him in on all the dick jokes and all the yes. sex jokes, <laughs> the beer, you know, uh-huh. they let him be a little more adult and that's, you know, love, a lot of kids need that, that right. Yeah, at, yeah, that, yes. at that age, they need to sh- be shown that you are showing yourself as a stronger adult yeah. in that sense you know um and that's the real element to this film that that didn't feel like it was just thrown in from a movie it felt like it was li- real life experience maybe even, or maybe Favre did that with his dad or something i don't know yeah felt like it was oh, experience yeah, yeah so um the sofia Vergara moment where she's trying to explain how she did did not have sex with robert downey the second time <laughs> oh my god yeah I love when men felt so insecure in movies that they just, they have to find out. And then the very moment this trope is true. No, never mind. Yeah, they don't want to know. <laughs> and as she keeps explaining, he's like, I just told you I don't want to know. And they go on and on. And then finally she's like, no, I never slept with them. But we could um, go through the, yeah. Right. But yeah. I don't, I think he didn't want to know that even more. He doesn't really allude to it, but mm. you know, knowing they were so close, they couldn't do it might be more painful. Um, but mm. obviously 
that alas, again, if you haven't seen the movie giant spoiler, they get remarried, which is a trope you don't <laughs> see often in films, which yeah, I think is no. great. Um, so that was, that was, that was refreshing to be like, Oh sweet. Okay. They really were in love. They just, he was on yeah. the wrong path for a while is what it's. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. This one can give you a little, a little tear. Uh, if you're, if you're mm-hmm. soft, mm-hmm. uh, in the films, yeah. in, in the feels for film, um, my wife and I were talking about how we're both very soft for music, film, TV can just anytime something emotional pops up. I'm like, okay, let me, give me a minute. I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> I cry at everything. Yeah. Um, so even so, you know, fun movies like this can, can make me get all. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, why don't we rate it? And we have two other films to discuss and uh, both as interesting in my opinion as this. Um, I think that we had a quite the trifecta of films this week. Uh, that's just my view. Um, so we'll go ahead and rate it uh, as we always do. All the movie things. What is your one to ten? Um, I'll give this movie an eight. Nice, it's solid. Yeah. Rating. It's solid. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely rewatchable too. I mean, and it's just like a real, and just like a kind of a feel good movie. You know, you get to see him go have this like arc you know this great arc and this kind of connection with family and makes you so hungry this food's so good don't watch (laughs) this movie hungry you will be starving at the end i had dinner before i watched it and i was still like damn i just ate but i still want all this see that's what i think you should eat it on a full or watch it on a full stomach that way you know while i'm eating or watch it while you're eating but then you're gonna eat the food and go that doesn't taste as good as that looks yeah that's not the same yeah unless you're a chef and then it just and then just like you know everything kind of like resolves and just like a nice feel good kind of thing yeah so it's which is nice yeah, love it. not all movies yeah. do this they don't just go no. look life can be good no most movies don't. you know want to show you life sucks in one way or another <laughs> so, except for comedies but this is you know this takes enough of that from the comedy genre and pulls it over to make it like yeah so uh, but it would be classified a dramedy i believe yeah right Still haven't seen Paddington, Hannah. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't either, but don't anybody put it on the list. I, I don't either. want to watch The Bear. I'm, I'm good without The Bear, but <laughs> it's, of course, not my choice that people pick it. Uh, that said, what about you, Mickey? Uh, what did you think of Chef? I mean, I, I loved it. I'm going to give it a, a 7 out of 10. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. I really I liked it. I would probably watch it again sometime. The, the father-son thing was what was most important to me, what I enjoyed the most, um, especially my son was about the, is about the same age as him now. And Interesting. I remember when the movie was over, I was like, I'm going to ask him if there's something he wants me to teach him tomorrow, like it was killing him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is there anything you want me to teach you? <laughs> right? You want to come watch me, you know, do some butchery? <laughs> See what I but, do for uh, a Yeah, just... A fun movie, a feel-good movie. It, it, it went by, you know, it didn't drag on or anything. Yeah. I loved the music. That was probably like my favorite part of the whole film. And yeah, solid movie. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna give this a nine. Uh, I I bought this movie. Oh. I absolutely love this movie. Uh, it's I don't know. I Bavra made me like Will Ferrell. I think that says something about his talent. Uh, <laughs> It's weird, you know, I, I, he, there's only one miss he's ever had for me, and that was Cowboys versus Aliens. I thought that was okay. 
but everybody's got to have a miss. You know, you got to have a miss. It just feels like it's a must in your in your filmography. Uh, other than that, I think he's he's just always batting a thousand for the most yeah. part. So uh, I give this a solid nine. Uh, I don't think Kid Me would have watched this. It would have felt too. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I wouldn't want to watch it, but uh, can't wait to watch Cocaine Bear. All right. All right. Cocaine <laughs> Bear. I've heard about this. Um, we could yeah. probably watch that for this for this uh, show. We've done weird movies like Rubber was mentioned earlier. We've done some pretty. Oh, man. <laughs> really strange films. Um, and there are strangers still. Uh, so we'll get to those. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a nine for me. Uh, that said, we're going to move on to Burnt. But before we do, I have a weird piece of trivia for Chef Burnt. Uh, so actually, uh, Chef and Burnt were both called Chef originally. And <laughs> Sony huh. basically did a cease and desist with uh, Weinstein Corporation to stop this film from being called Chef. And Sony lost. And that movie got called Adam Jones for a while, as we know, you know main character. And that eventually was turned to burnt um, in order to mm. rebrand. So obviously Favre yeah. won that one. Uh, one for yeah, Favre, right? One year Before. earlier, right? Yeah. One year oh. earlier. But weirdly, burnt was a script in 07 and it just kept getting pushed back oh, yeah. forever. So um, interesting. The review of Rubber was a hard show. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it was an interesting <laughs> one for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on to Burnt, starring Bradley Cooper. Uh, this one is a 2015 film about a chef who has had a, you know, sordid past, was a great chef, but yeah. also got hardened drugs and alcohol and women and went on benders to the point where he was basically wanted dead by a lot of people. Like, sounds mm -hmm. legitimate, at least from what the plot tells you. <laughs> Uh, and he's back to, in London to claim his third Michelin star. Uh, I'll also throw a little bit of this because I did do a little behind the scenes on this one. Uh, I've always wondered, Michelin, I never thought about putting the two oh, things yeah. together. And they are legitimately the tire company and Michelin yeah. stars are the same thing. And it is yeah. a French company. It's such a weird thing. Like, it yeah, really yeah. is. Uh, but it was that. 1900 is when they started. So to me, if you yeah. think back to then, it wouldn't have been too weird then. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. tires weren't. They were new, I guess, you know, in some ways, uh, in 1900. Uh, so, yeah, so they do pull from that reality uh, in this movie, and, they, and from what I know, they do a pretty good job of it. Um, but anyway, let's let's get into it. Mickey, what did you think of Burnt? So, again, first time watching this movie was for this show, <clears throat> and this is actually probably my favorite of the three. Um, at least the one I like vibed with the most. Um, I really like, I don't know what it was that I was really connected with the whole like comeback story from, mm -hmm. you know, being in a really bad place and getting yourself clean and penance, you know, with the mm -hmm. shucking the oysters. That was crazy to me. A million oysters. So yeah. then I, then I can go back to what I'm doing. I thought that was really, yeah. that was a really cool little, you know, character yeah. detail that they used that really helped me understand this guy mm -hmm. um his whole demeanor just reminded me of like a uh uh god what's his name uh the chef always yelling at people why am oh, I going ramsey to yeah gordon ramsey i was mm -hmm. gonna say ramsey yeah you know like it's almost felt like you know I think he did work in his kitchens he actually did. actually it was that specific yeah. under one of yeah. ramsey's executive chefs 
so like uh i definitely got that vibe like he learned a lot from him um everyone all every like actor i feel like just brought it sienna miller um yeah. daniel Brule, uh yeah uh, the guy that played his rival reese i really loved him mm, reese um, was great yeah 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 the the passion that these chefs brought and put all the pressure they put on themselves to be perfect is just intense like the whole time i was like i kind of feel that too because i'm kind of the same way like it has to be perfect or it's not going to be right and i have to like get out of that headspace sometimes so i was totally down with yeah, that too. No, totally. i just i really like the indie feel of the film i liked all the the conflicts and there's a couple there's that one twist with his uh sous chef that was awesome oh man i know i was like i did not see that coming Oh my I was God, like, oh, wow, a movie about like, restaurants with a twist. Holy shit. Okay. I, I don't yeah. know if that's where they got the title from, but I immediately thought, like, oh, he burnt them. Yeah. <laughs> right? But he also burnt then, people back in the day. Did. So, like, the, yeah. Like, yeah. But it was Pepper. But still, burnt yeah, Pepper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry. There's that. And then, like, yeah. My final favorite thing was this mythical Jean Luc who we never saw and we never got any, like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Story about <laughs> he was almost like a god. Like he was like you know like, mm-hmm. and we never see him, but no. he, his knives. That's all we see of him. Right. Yeah. But it was a, a he was a that's big right. deal, I guess. And I, yeah, I really like this film a lot. Yeah. All right. I like it, Brian. What do you think? Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> that would be that, the, that would be the shortest show ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah whatever he said, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, I, I really love. I I this is a first watch for me too, um, and I probably wouldn't have watched it any other time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for for the show. I think um, Aina uh, suggested this one, I believe. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. It's a great. Christian. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really great, and uh, yeah, I always connect with like, um you know addiction and recovery and stories of that and it's like instantly you know because i i grew up with addicted parents and um yeah so it it always like instantly hits right away you know that and like the whole like shucking the oyster thing i I have like one little nitpicky thing about that but um but like i love that aspect too like mickey mentioned it's like it's his penance, but also it's a thing to keep him in a routine. Cause you know, when you're in yeah. recovery, like routine is so important, you know, and just like kind of setting this foundation of like doing a thing every day and just focusing on that thing each day, focus yeah. on each oyster, you know, staying present. Um, so my nitpicky thing is if he would have been, cause you're watching him shuck these oysters. If he would have done like an actual million, he would be so good. At shucking oysters, he would have shucked them way faster than he was. He was so, struggling. He was. Yeah. Those the speed. That's actually yeah. one of the behind the scenes thing. They talk about how many oysters it would be, and it's like an oyster every eight seconds. And he yeah. was going a lot slower than, than eight seconds. Yeah. So, because <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. the I, weird thing about me, I, I used to. So when I lived in Maryland, I worked for um, a little small video production company, and my boss was in charge of the national oyster festival was in Southern Maryland. And they had an oyster shucking contest, and these people, like I'd like help out with it every year. These people are insane, like how fast they shuck these oysters. So that's why I was like, no, he'd be he'd be shucking those oysters way faster <laughs> at a million, but, yeah, no yeah. And um, yeah, but like the cast, holy hell, the cast is like incredible. I mean, it was just like 
every time someone pop up, it's like, oh my god, this person's in this, this person's in this, like Uma Thurman's in there. And, and again, like, like the last movie, not for very long, right? Just yeah. like a short, yeah. just like killing it. Like man, like Sienna Miller's amazing in this movie. Yes, I absolutely love her in this. Um, just going toe to toe with. It's funny. I sometimes too had because like you know Bradley Cooper does Rocket, Rocket's voice. And so there's a few times when he's like yelling. I'm just like, oh man, there's some rocket coming through there. So like that kind of like took me out of it a little bit, but not in like a bad way. I was just like think of Rocket Raccoon in the in the uh, in the kitchen you know, in the going kitchen. for his third star. <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's real. Um, and uh, that guy's arm. <laughs> right. Uh, but like the 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 food B roll is like amazing in this too. Um, also mm. made me hungry. Um, but yeah, just a really great like, yeah, just a great story, um, and another another good story with a good arc. Um, but yeah, man, Bradley Cooper is just like, yeah, owns this film so good. He really does, and I I I was one of those people that naysayed Bradley Cooper for a long time. I was like, oh, they're trying to make him a thing. What is this? Who is this? <laughs> And then I watched some of these movies where he's, you know, acting in them instead of just, you know, dialing it in yeah. like he does in some of those bigger budgets. And, you know, Rocket obviously does a great job. But yeah, in this, he brings some serious nuance. When he comes in drunk uh, because he, uh, he doesn't get his star. Oh, um, man, yeah. He, oh, oh, my God. He yeah, feels so feel like a different person. Like, I couldn't, he couldn't even well, I mean, almost yeah. physically recognize him because he was doing such a good mm-hmm. job. Uh, it, was, it was wild. Um, going to the oysters, since you both mentioned it, I, there's a thing about the oysters I wanted to mention, which I thought was interesting. The character obviously thought that by doing that, of course, it helped him with his sobriety. Two years of doing that mm-hmm. instead of drinking is going to help you because it gives yeah. you the focus as you mentioned. But he was under this false impression that by doing that, he paid his penance in general. Yeah. And right. no, you didn't. I know. You know, that's and that's the 12 step. Right. Or like, doing something where you actually go <laughs> yeah. and talk to the people that you screwed over. Right he was under this false impression because his ego got in his way still, even as he was in recovery, his ego was in his way. Um, and yeah. I think it's really neat to see a film that's brave enough to show somebody taken down a peg in a good way, in a humbled way. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. see that most times the ego, like even Tony Stark's arc doesn't humble him to this level. This guy becomes yeah. a human being at the end of this film uh, that you could probably just approach and talk to. Um, although he seems like that outside the kitchen, but in the kitchen, he becomes that person. Uh, rather than yeah. this aggressive, I guess, traditional chef, because that's common, right, in chef culture. You know? yeah. the, the concept yeah. of the screaming and the owning the kitchen is is mm-hmm. very common. Um, even they show that a little bit in Chef, and uh, they really show that in the menu. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, each one of these is like another extreme, right? right. Like, yeah. That was pretty, like, you know, and then and this one is like pretty serious. Yeah, and the menu is just like cult status. Right, <laughs> right. Man. These movies yeah. go together really, really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, surprisingly. And yeah, yeah they're all crazy. about the same thing, but they approach it in very different ways. And yeah. um, I think it's neat to see the same exact culture from three completely different angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, yeah. two would be considered nonfiction angles. And then a, a, <laughs> a, a hybrid, I guess, of the third one. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so back to back to this. Uh, I like that the movie's basically a third in French uh, because they are so oh, yeah. steeped in the French culture from being mm-hmm. there and being chefs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do get the impression these people know each other because they're ready to kill each other. You don't usually want to kill people you don't know very well. <laughs> I guess there are those, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, I, Honestly, I watched it twice this week. That's, that's how many 
how much I enjoyed the film. So yes, I much, I much enjoyed it. And I mean, I watched it and then was like, wife, come watch this. (laughs) It's better than you think it is. I I kept passing up this movie because the cover is so incredibly boring. Right. What was the uh, what was the plate budget on this film? <laughs> right. Right. So right. much broken. Yeah. So yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And food just constantly getting dumped in a bucket. Not good. Oh man. Dumped in a bucket. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine? Like. Uh, back to one, guys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do it again. Well, especially back when he on. does the one where he freaks out and stacks all the plates with all the food oh, on. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that was three really other t- tables. I have to wait longer now because you like, what are you doing? That's terrible. Chefy. There was two scenes in these movies that reminded me of the bear, and that was one of them where you know he's stacking it up and he freaks mm. out. And I don't know if you guys have seen the. Bear. I haven't I seen the bear. Yeah. Totally, that that show totally pulled from these from Chef in this movie, like where the freak out. And then, mm-hmm. like, there's a scene in Chef where the tickets are just continuously, like, yeah, that happens in the Chef too. That's what causes the freak out. But I, I definitely, when I was watching these films, I was like, man, I've seen all of this in The Bear, but all of this came before that. So I guess yeah. a lot of inspiration was taken for that show. I like it. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, damn, there's something I was going to mention. Oh, oh, like Mickey made a good point about like, um, the concept of like perfectionism. And like, and when it comes to recovery and addiction, that's like a huge part of it is like this perfectionist ideal, at least for a lot of people. Um, of course, it's always individual, but uh, like, I would imagine that being a chef as he is to that level has got to be not good, can't be good for his recovery. Like no. trying to achieve this, like, I mean, it's, it's perfectionism, like verbatim, you know, like the definition of perfectionism is, is in what he's trying to do, you know, and like you can't achieve it. And it's, yeah, and obviously like it does, he ends up kind of relapsing a little bit or at least slipping. And yeah, that, that, that hit home for me too, where it's just like, oh man, this is not going to end well for you because <laughs> you're just immediately back into like your old habits and your old ways of you know man but the scene where he first night of his new restaurant opens and they they bone it really hard right he goes outside Mm -hmm. to throw up should show you the level of anxiety he's feeling yeah (laughs) but just from opening night let alone the michelin star or anything like that yeah um he yeah i it's it's such an admirable place to come from trying what he did, but he, I almost feel like he, he would have been better off not rushing it. Two years isn't that mm-hmm. long from recovery to be pushing yourself back into such a, an incredibly just anxious place. Uh, yeah. I mean, imagine it's got to be like just triggers everywhere. Oh, yeah. Right. You know. Well, you're th- yeah. remembering all the times you screwed people over. You're remembering all the oh, times yeah. that you had great moments with Jean-Luc and, and, and his daughter and your friends and, and all the people. Um, Man, yeah. And the only person standing next to you is Michelle. And then of course that doesn't work out so great. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, this character is layered, very, very layered and, yeah. and not a lot mm-hmm. of time to, to lay it out there. No, um, totally. But that's of course where Dame Emma Thompson comes in quite well. And yeah. And oh, gives man, us that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like whoa, whoa, she's <laughs> just, you know, but so they're in London. So, you know, that makes, yeah. that makes sense. 
Uma Thurman's <laughs> British in this movie, which fine, that works for me. Right. I, you know, it doesn't yeah. doesn't bother me at all. Uh, and her <laughs> face tells me how good, you know. Like, right. Yeah. Right. But her face showed me how good he cooks. Uma convinced me. I didn't need any more to know how well he cooked. <laughs> oh yeah, and that whole like the way he got Tony to give him his restaurant was so underhanded yeah. and so shady. <laughs> you know, like oh, I'm going to bring in the best you know, critic in the world and you're going to have a terrible time if you don't hire me. Yeah. Was <laughs> man, I know very underhanded. There are many yeah. layers to this movie, him and Tony's relationship, the, the hiding of the love, the, mm-hmm. it's a lot of little, little things. And because like Mickey mentioned, everybody brings it. And so you don't need too much screen time to believe what's happening with these characters. Um, yeah. It's uh Daniel Bruhl is, is just up there with with phenomenal oh, actors good. yeah always oh, yeah. always either you want to hate him as a nazi or you want to yeah, yeah. you know love him as a maitre d you know because he's great in this so yeah i can i could literally just keep talking because i love every little moment in this movie they did it's wound together mm-hmm. very nicely i could see why it was yeah, a that, loved script you know yeah oh yeah yeah like why it kept getting <clears throat> you know like we know we love this we want to like keep it going and we want to make it eventually you right. know just that's the crazy thing about some of these films i mean there's so many that have that story like inception was kind of one of those where christian nolan had like it was like 10 years he wanted to make that movie wow i did yeah. not know that and yeah from from the time he had the idea to like getting through it and like finally getting it made yeah it was like a 10-year process a small aside we don't talk about nolan much on the show because we haven't done a whole lot no. of his work yeah. um but are you pro inception or ant because there's like two teams with that movie it seems like either <laughs> oh, people love it or I they love hate inception. it okay oh I, God, I do I too that. i do I too. Love yeah. that movie so much yeah okay just yeah, making yeah, sure like for me for me too it's also like one of my most memorable theater going experiences just with like a, it was a big crowd and i mean like when the totem you know like you like start shaking like and then the cuts everyone in the everyone in the theater like audibly gasp at the same time it's insane <laughs> that's awesome i was like whoa i got like goosebumps and everything he's like oh my god what did we just we all just had this uh, thing yeah. happened. like wow it was like yeah it is amazing how that experience experience yeah R- that closest you've ever gotten to a spiritual the experience? closest spiritual experience in a theater like that i've ever had like yeah okay it's that's pretty awesome. insane <laughs> It was, it was great. But those will yeah. influence the way you feel about a movie for the rest of your life. Like, it's amazing yeah, right. how that, yeah, you know, yeah. um, if you're in the wrong mindset for a movie, it can ruin the film. It's really oh, weird totally. how that can happen. But yeah, um, I'm glad you guys are pro Inception. That's, that's, <laughs> that's important to me. Um, the haters can go. No, okay. no, you don't like Tenet. Okay. Maybe we no, should do it, like a Nolan was... night where we just cover all of these. Yeah. I like really wanted to like it. I think maybe I had like really high expectations for it too. Um, David Washington didn't do it, or John David, sorry, John David Washington didn't do it. I loved it. John, I love John David Washington, and like everything else was like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it just got, it was maybe too complex for me to like really keep up. Um, where like Inception was no problem. Like, I, I was totally fine with Inception. It's just like layered. the concept. It's layered. Yeah. But it's like this one was like with. Well, it's and every, and like, two directions yeah. with two right. two, the same time, two like, points of thought, even, and the origin yeah. of it is very Terminator esque. Right. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you. <laughs> it's a tricky but, one. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. But okay, since we're on this, I, I do not mean to aside. This movie deserves our attention. Uh, but I got to know about Interstellar. Uh, what do you think about that's, Interstellar? That's my favorite Nolan movie. Oh, right right there. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. No. Me too. And I love that I'll, he goes I'll practical like, effects on so many yeah. things. So anything yeah. space related, I'm gonna probably be more interested than normal. Interesting. Interesting. What's going yeah. on, Sonic Doom? Um. So okay, Mickey and I have more to talk about because I'm yeah. If there's stars in the movie, I'm gonna be like, what's this movie? And, you know, is there, yeah. a, is there a spaceship? I'm interested. Um, yeah. Or even like Top Gun Maverick, which I got to see, by the way, which is phenomenal. Uh, very, very yeah. good movie. Uh, but you get a little, a little peek at space in that movie, even, you know. And <laughs> yeah. Got me excited. I was like, oh, he's almost in space, <laughs> you know. Um, so I'm the same way. Yeah. I totally, I'm totally with you on that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, what did you think of the fact that if you could tell Sienna Miller and him were going to fall in love, it was almost obvious from the moment she shows up uh maybe not the first scene but the next scene right um he manipulated all of these people other than maybe david uh he kind of let that kid just into Mm -hmm. his kitchen um but did you see the love story angle happening or did you did you feel like it was forced at all because i feel like it was natural enough but they didn't have enough time to truly build up to i believe they were going to be truly in love at the end of the movie yeah right yeah, I would agree with that. Like, felt natural enough, you know. Um, yeah, but you you kind of like saw like, oh yeah, this is probably where they're gonna go with this. I was a little worried about it for a second there when he was right. like, like <laughs> when he manhandled her. You can't do that. I was like, that's, oh that's man, I know. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. That, that, you know, but I mean, I guess that's to the filmmaker's credit to kind of make me doubt it for a second. Like, oh well, this ain't yeah. gonna happen. But, you know, it did come around eventually, which, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I still kind of felt like it's still going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that twist, though, too, like, I was really surprised by that. I was just like, um, when that yeah. new chef. Never saw that like, coming. Whoa, he, like, was committed. That was a good like, long con, man. Long yeah. con. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the way I put it. I was like, he was in it for the yeah. long game. Like, Damn. he, he yeah. did not. That, that, mean, that tells you. That really tells you about how bad things probably were. Yeah. Like whatever whatever he did to him was really bad. So yeah. It feels like more he than totally, the rats in the kitchen. Because if you could totally say it out loud, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm gonna get this guy at the oh, yeah, worst yeah. possible time. And I'm gonna waste so much patience. Yeah. Well, and he even yeah, had a bunch a, in his hand, like to like show him. He was like, yep, yeah. look at how much I screwed you over. Damn. And the thing too, like from a like the story perspective, that was a great like kind of like a it was like a double twist in a way because it's like we think oh my god like this is right. it like it's over for him yeah but yeah, then yeah. it turns out oh my god they were not michelin critics at all even it's like <laughs> oh my god you're like oh jeez early but man they like let you Ooh. hang on to that feeling for a little bit you're like what is gonna happen now which adds to the layers of this film because even in yeah. the back of my head i kind of didn't want him to get it like i didn't think he deserved it in a, yeah. you know in a way so i was like I was mad that it happened to him, but I was like, maybe he kind of deserves that. Like, I, do I really want <laughs> yeah. to get this oh. star? Like, does he deserve this star? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that really, like, I guess that was his, like, big turning point, like, mm-hmm. to do better. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was them yeah, working together that got him the star. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. He even said that himself. Um, mm-hmm. The scene where he goes to confront, um, what was his name again? Um, Reese and yeah. he's drunk and he's laughing at all the equipment which i was too i was like what is all that <laughs> yeah. crap i don't know what that crap there's, is either 
there's nothing in that kitchen but tables and that like was sous vide or what it, the sous vide and or the weird you know, yeah, thing. No, uh-huh. no stoves, no ovens. I'm yeah. like, I think that's just what their prep place? kitchen. This kitchen. This <laughs> okay, yeah. I would assume the prep like, kitchen because that, that can't be it. Like, there's nothing back there. Yeah. <laughs> right. You'd expect more. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, that was a real scene from Cooper though, where he really showed himself. As I already mentioned about him showing up drunk yeah. and the way he looked, but. Just the way that him and Reese interact and how Reese sees himself. Like, literally, he's like, if I hadn't gotten my star, I bet you I'd be right here uh, doing the same thing. Um, obviously, they're old friends, but it's, it's, it's weird to watch enemies comfort each other. But I do like that trope. I think it's a pretty great I trope. I love that. So. Yeah. Anyway. Especially the whole, like, you know, Reese saying... I'm just chasing you, man. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. We all of us are chasing yeah, you. Yeah. Like, like it's yeah, important. Yeah. It's important that you do well because we need something to chase. I thought yeah. that was awful. It lets us know where we're at, you know, yeah. and like, yeah, where we need to be. Like, yeah. Well, he. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever thought about that in that with that perspective, you know, until he mentioned. It. I was like, oh my god, he, that makes so they much need, sense. They need a rival. They have to have a rival, or else. Yeah. I get, which I don't know what that says about. You should just want to do it for the love of the food, right? But right. But but it's the the creativity that he's talking about, not the food itself, but the ability to try new ingredients together and be daring. Um, Push us, you push us to do more. To try something nobody else would try. Like the whole the whole drink that they were they sent back for spicy was something he'd been working on with the tarragon. The whole movie he'd been working on that, and so that was stuff he was trying that nobody else was. And he was even working with uh, what I always mess up her name, Helena. So Helena and him are working on this, you know, I took your sauce and mixed it with, you know, what I was trying over here and it, holy shit. Um, (laughs) I did like when Reese destroyed his restaurant because, uh, because Jones came back, you know, and was doing well. And, and I, I I keep feeling for these restaurant owners because the owners aren't chefs. Like they just build these places and do whatever the chefs really want in so many cases, especially if you have one, two or three of those stars, uh, they're going to, bend over backwards for you but i i would i feel bad for them like do these chefs really is this authentic ramsey can yeah, you can you tell those us chefs, you know? those chefs are really like rock stars i just you know yeah. yeah i'm gonna do whatever and you're gonna deal with it because i'm the reason people come here to eat my food so and they they're really temperamental i guess and just when they flip out you just have to you be like okay <laughs> yeah do, do you, you have, have chef's food? insurance <laughs> do you think maybe I would hope so. <laughs> right. Can we put a little, you know, addendum on my insurance in case you know, my chef cover, destroys my restaurant? Yeah, you know, like cover like six meltdowns a year. Oh man! Uh, the seventh meltdown, it, it takes a twenty thousand yeah, dollar deductible. Yeah, we're not covering that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I would. That would be hard to be a restaurant owner and watch these chefs pull that crap. Uh, sure, you're talented, but yeah, holy yeah. crap, can you stop acting like a child? Um, yeah. yeah. So, but even watching any amount of cooking shows, you get the idea that this is kind of how it really is. And they tone it down for the TV mm-hmm. because yeah. they have to make it palatable for us. Um, because too much ink. Well, they didn't with Ramsey's show, I guess. They just were like, just oh, put a yeah. beeper on the guy and <laughs> just let him go. Um, but you weren't wrong, Mickey. This character, Adam Jones, was a mix of like four different chefs. And Ramsey was one of them that they specifically yeah. modeled this character after. And so he definitely uh, brought that element because he does feel you know cocky like Ramsey does because cock you know Ramsey mm-hmm. is the cockiest chef. I don't think anybody will argue with that. He he wanted the award. He got it. He'll forever have it. Wasn't um, like uh, 
correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Mario Batali like a consultant on the film too? That I, I did I not look up. In, I thought I saw his name in the credits in the beginning, but I could be wrong. I was reading through most of the trivia. I did not see that, but I didn't read through the, all of it, so it's very possible. Yeah. Um, but I did verify the London. Oh, Gordon uh, Ramsay was a actually executive producer on it. Okay. I thought I thought he was. I thought he yeah. was. Thought okay. I heard that. Then that might be an element oh, of yeah. there's some truth to just the culture in general, yeah. you know. And I, you know, I, we all kind of knew that, but this, they're never going to tell us for sure because it's very private. The idea of those kitchens, they yeah. don't want you back there. They don't want you questioning their techniques or their food or. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an insult as we again see in the next movie um, <laughs> yeah. so that said we do have enough time to rate this and go to the pre-review that Blind Biggie always puts together for us which is awesome uh, and then we'll get on to the menu which um, I finished like two hours before this show so it's fresh in the mind uh, that said why don't we start with Mickey what did you think of Burnt I uh, give this one a nine out of 10. Uh, I was very into it. I was very immersed. I loved almost every second of it. Um, great characters, great writing. Uh, just, I, I felt like I was in the kitchen with them the whole time. And I totally got the whole vibe and how important all of this stuff was. And I uh, related to a lot of the, the issues that some of these guys were having and I could, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So a nine out of 10. What about you, Brian? Um, I'm going to give this one an eight as well. Yeah. Um, definitely really enjoyed this one in a different way, of course, than, than Chef. <laughs> Chef was just like, feels really good. And this one's like, man, this is like a little heavier, pretty dark. I mean, um, you don't really see Favreau go to that level, except for going off on the critic, and then but Bradley Cooper's character in this is just like he is at you know a ten the whole time he's in that kitchen. It's just like man, this is insane. Um, but yeah, it was it was really that's just a man. Everyone was giving it. Yeah, he's got layers. The whole film has just really great layers to it. Um. Yeah, glad I got to finally see it. Agreed. I do like that I finally got to watch this as well because I might not have had it not been suggested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Um, I think it is a solid flick. Uh, if you want to step into the shoes of a chef that is going for his third star, you definitely feel like you're right along for the ride with him. Um, I think they do a great job of that. And uh, because I didn't show him earlier, these screenshots kind of are the stills, I guess, from the film are a really good example of just how beautiful yeah, that food that. cinematography was or be real. Uh, and there's this one as, as well. Um, I liked how they cut that open and the, uh, it's almost, I think it was an egg, but it, it had a red center. So yeah. I'm not quite sure what that was, <laughs> but uh, anyway, right. anyway, uh, that said, we're going to move on to the pre review with blind Biggie. We'll be right back. The pre review with blind Biggie. The Pre-Review with Blind Biggie. Welcome to The Pre-Review. I'm your host, Blind Biggie. The Pre-Review is where I tell you about upcoming movies coming to movie theaters and beyond. This is for the week January 23rd through 29th. The first movie on my list is Teen Wolf, the movie. 
Now this is based on the Teen Wolf series. In this action drama fantasy, a terrifying evil has emerged and the wolves howl once again. Only a werewolf like Scott McCall can gather both new allies and reunite trusted friends to fight back against what could be the most powerful and deadliest enemy. Now this movie is directed by Russell Mulcahy, who most people know from the movie Highlander. And this stars Tyler Posey, Kristen Reed, and Tyler Hoechlin. 